let's say it wasn't right to see him, you have to be really in the first Baptist way that says, man, you ought to shake his hand, thank God you did, fist bump him, thumbs up him, whatever you're comfortable with. You want you to know we're glad you're here, you're worshiping with us online. We want you to know we're glad that you're worshiping with us online as well. Uh, we're going to stand and greet our guests today, but I'm also going to send our fellowship points to continue our worship together.
started sort of like this with Syrian things, about rockets and Syria, so to speak, but it's just a different way to kind of look at the Christmas story and what the Christ alive. And we thought that we started last week, we'll be looking at it again today, tonight, and then next week, and then we'll be through with the 26th, is that Jesus was born today. Thinking about how babies come in this world and the way that we go through that process of becoming a parent and having our kids and the things that, that happen and experience and going through it. And then just kind of thinking about how God Himself came to this world. And, uh, you know, as I thought about it through the scripture and how we do it today, you know, there's a lot of what to do today about what happened to Jesus that, uh, that, that God included in His Son. We mentioned last week the birth announcement. And uh, we talked about how you know, God made that glorious announcement to Mary on the way of the angel. I want to think with you today, both this morning for a little bit, and again, then again tonight about the baby shower. You might say, well, I don't really remember the baby shower of Jesus in the Bible. And uh, it may not quite be like we think of a baby shower in the sense that we throw a baby shower for a mom today. But I want to say that I think the, the scripture we're going to look at in just a moment comes as close as, as we could probably come and, and see that. But before we read that, I want to read to you a letter that was written by Paul Ritchie. I think this was in the baby shower with Dr. Paul or something like that. And she was talking about a baby shower letter to you, and then I want you to hear how important it is to reach out to that that little brother, particularly I think the ministry all church does, and other churches do, when brothers do this, when you have a, a baby shower at home, you know, you forget how hard a time, how fearful a time is coming to, to be a little brother, and this letter does a good job of expressing that, but I want you to think of what she talks about and how Mary herself felt it was true, knowing that she's got a child and she's carrying the, the son of God. So here's what Paul is saying. Even though I've been going to my church for a few years, there weren't many people that I knew that well. So when I was pregnant with my son, I felt shy about including an announcement in the bulletin. I didn't want to seem like I was fishing for gifts, though to be honest, I was worried about how my husband and I could afford all the baby stuff that we knew we were going to need, and even knowing what we really needed, we didn't really know what we needed in the first place. I felt much too often shy about the whole business thing and dreamed of asking my church for a baby shower. But there was a lady, Miss Stewart, who wouldn't hear me and be leaving without big baby shower uh, to introduce me to the rest of the moms in the church, she said. She was the mom of my husband's best friend, and she loved the variety of things that come into the church, but she was a doctor. She called, she asked me about my due date, she asked me, you know, about my baby's gender, the, the color of the girl's shoes, when the boyfriend was going to register, and she said, don't worry, when the time's come for the party, I'll take care of everything. All you have to do is show up. When my husband Joe and I went to register for the shower, she said we were quickly overwhelmed. It wasn't only 
she said, but Sarah, I think that I went to the beginning and the end and everything that worked for my son. How can I possibly do all this stuff and you got me doing it? And the first thing I did was raise the ground. Everything imaginable. I was an atheist and really weird to think about what was necessary and wasn't that the internet was safe and maybe not safe. I just well signed up for all that and I figured that experience
are the worst groups ever to come before somebody that that comes to your heart and your home. And the Lord comes to you. The thing is that puts you in your heart because to me that puts a blessing in front of you. That God is leading you to open up and try to help that person. But for Mary, she needed, she was all that she needed a friend. But also, she needed not only Again, it's easy to have faith when Mary was in the presence of the angel. But now I wonder, I wonder how she actually was looking for it. I really didn't think about this and try to commentate on my readings this week and just pointing this out. If you notice out in verse 40 and verse 41, there's a series of ands. Notice what it says in verse 49. Mark, Mary rose up in those days and went to the hill country to the city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Mary and Elizabeth, when Elizabeth heard these sounds and the greetings of Mary, and the babe left her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Both and when they went uh, to note the importance of each one of those series of those things that transpired uh, is very important. It, it's, it, it's not just all these things happen, each one building upon the other. And, you know, that's the way it is with us. That's the way it is in our life. When God calls us to some great thing, we can get overwhelmed by the sheer bigness of it, by the enormity of it. You know, when we were looking at coming out here years ago and, and moving out of the old church and selling the property and, and doing this, this thing that God had laid on my heart to do, one of the things that we said in our committees and we said in our, our, our services and in our vision planning was we have to understand it's a big elephant. And how do you eat a big elephant? One bite of the whole meal. And so don't, don't get caught up in the enormity of what's about Let's do what we can do, and let's just take it one bite at a time. That's what's going on with Mary here. I mean, she, she's going to be the mother of the Lord, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. The very God who created her is going to live within her in her womb in a way that none of us could ever imagine. That's a big thing. So how do you handle it?
there's a certain sense in which she needs to, to have that priest in her home to give the blessing of God for the faithfulness of God. And, and here she is, under this blessing, she, she is getting the counsel that she needs the entire time and uh, through the rest of her life. But not only does she have the counsel that's required, she gets a confirmation that is
We pray God's blessings upon you as you worship with us today. If God has led you to make a decision today for Jesus, we would love to hear about it. We invite you to come to our website, cometothecross.net. Our online decision card will allow you to tell us about the decision that you're making. All decisions, all contacts are kept private and are confidential. However, we would be able to pray for you and perhaps I'd even be able to call you and pray with you 
about what God has led you to do, if you so desire. So fill out the form, let us know, and just know that we love you and God loves you, and we're excited that you're taking this first step for God today.